Hey there, I'm Edwina Kennedy, registered pediatric dietitian and mom of two, and this is the My Little Eater podcast. Each week, I'll be dishing out all the best info on feeding and nutrition for your baby and toddler, answering all of your what do I do when scenarios, and helping you gain complete confidence in not only feeding your child, but in parenting as well. Every episode is filled with actionable and proven feeding strategies delivered by a mama and a feeding expert who's been there and done that. I hold your hand and I take you step-by-step through all stages of feeding while showing you how to implement what I teach you so that you can raise a happy and healthy little eater of your own. Let's do this. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the My Little Eater podcast. Today, we are talking about how to serve pumpkin to your baby and to your toddler, and uh, it's very fitting because we're in October, Halloween is coming up, we are entering, you know, the fall weather and all of the amazing Thanksgiving and fall recipes, and of course, pumpkin is at the top of that list, so if you are new to starting solids or perhaps you haven't even introduced this food to your baby or your toddler yet and you want to expose them to it. This is exactly the podcast episode to listen to to teach you how to do it safely and just some good old tips on serving it and cooking it and all that good stuff. So let's start with the fact that it is totally fine to start introducing pumpkin as early as six months of age or whenever your baby starts solids. That could be five and a half months of age, that could be seven months of age, but really at that very beginning stage, it is perfectly safe to introduce it. Pumpkin is not actually an allergenic food, so that means you can also introduce introduce it in conjunction with other foods in that same meal or in that same day. You don't have to offer it in isolation from other foods, so go ahead, go for it. And it's really, really nutritious. So pumpkin is known to have tons and tons of vitamin A that's actually always found in those vegetables that is red or orange in color, and that just indicates a high vitamin A content. And vitamin A is what helps strengthen your baby's eyesight. And actually, you might think of carrots as also being good for eyesight. That's always kind of the like thing that goes around that everybody tells their kids, eat your carrots. It helps you know you see better, see better in the dark. That's because it's high in vitamin A. And vitamin A is also really critical in building your baby's immune system. And depending on you know, the type of pumpkin that you're offering your baby, it also has lots of other nutrients like vitamin E and folate and vitamin C and iron and B6 and all that kind of thing. But it's definitely a healthy food. Now, what is also cool is that depending on the type of pumpkin you're serving, they're going to have like different tastes that you're going to experience and your baby's going to experience when eating it. So if you think about the typical pumpkin that you might get at a pumpkin patch that you would carve out your jack-o'-lantern from, that is actually probably not the best one taste-wise to be offering, whether it's for you or whether it's for your child, only because it's a lot tougher and kind of more stringy and it also has less flavor than some other pumpkins that you might want to introduce instead. So the ones that I really like are the sugar or the pie pumpkins. I don't know if you've ever seen those before, but in the grocery stores, they'll often have them labeled as sugar or pie pumpkins. And there's also a variety called Kent pumpkins, which are also tasty and just kind of make for better meals and and sides to meals. So use those for eating, and then you can use the other type of pumpkin, that the one that's used for jack-o'-lanterns, more if you're making like a pumpkin puree, or if you're, again, carving it and just using it for Halloween. And speaking of pumpkin puree, you can also buy pumpkin puree in a can from the grocery store. So that is something that is safe to offer to your child. It is very, very convenient. It's very, very healthy. The 
only thing you wanna take note of is anytime you're purchasing something from a can, you want to look for a BPA-free can, something that is not lined with BPA. There's also other types of, I would say, workarounds sometimes with with BPA. So you'll see products marketed as BPA-free, but they'll have other chemicals in there that are called BPS or BPF. Those are pretty similar to BPA and we want to avoid those as well. Sometimes it's hard. Don't stress about it too much, but if you can kind of find a can or some kind of storage for that pumpkin puree that is not going to be in a BPA-lined can, that is definitely the best way to go. Okay, now, how would you serve pumpkin to your baby? I mean, really, it's super versatile. You can do roasted pumpkin, which is probably my preferred way. I love roasted vegetables in general. It caramelizes, it sweetens up, And of course, it's soft enough and safe enough to offer to your child. But of course, if you wanted to just boil it or steam it, that is also fine. I also wanna say that I'm kinda lazy when it comes to like squash, pumpkin, any kind of big vegetable that is really hard to cut into, really hard to peel, it is annoying. And if you've done it before, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So what I like to do is I actually cut it in half or maybe I cut it in like quarters. So just so it's large chunks and I put that on a baking sheet. I might salt it a little bit put some olive oil on it, and then I put that in the oven and just roast it like that. It comes out soft, and yes, the peel is still on that rind, but that can be removed after a lot easier once it's cooked. Or honestly, if you're offering it to your baby, and I might as well just get into it, you can offer that right at six months of age to your baby. You can give them that whole large piece, you know, cut it into kind of long moon shapes, if you will, and with the rind on and offer that to your baby and they will work around it. I mean, the chances that they can actually tear off pieces of that rind is really, really low. Always watch your baby, of course, just in case, but really even with teeth, that is very, very unlikely. So if you give your baby that, they'll work around it, they'll find the edible part, they'll eat that, and they will actually be able to hold on to it a lot easier too because that rind makes it less slippery and easier for them to just hold in their hand and keep it in their hand. You can also, of course, offer pumpkin to your baby by pureeing it. That is probably one of the most common ways you might see it. You can just mash it up. You could do it at a smooth level. If you're working with my texture timeline, you could bring it down to a phase zero on my texture timeline, which means that it's very, very thin, very smooth puree. If you wanted to move up from there, you could do phase one, which is going to be like a nice mash texture. It might have some small lumps, but nothing really big, and it's really easy to go down. There's no real chewing involved there. Or where I like it is more at a phase two on my texture timeline, and that is where you kind of have a little bit more of that lumpiness and thick texture, and it's a little bit more creamy, and your baby can either have that on a spoon, you can preload the spoon for them, they can feed it to themselves that way, or if you are spoon feeding them, that's also fine, or offer it, like I said before, in kind of those big moon shapes with the rind on, or if you wanna take it off and let your baby bite into that pumpkin, take some bites, have that manipulation work happening on their tongue and allow them to kind of learn how to work through that very safe texture, right, in the beginning stages. If they get a piece that is a bit too big or maybe they don't know how to handle it, they can gag it out, they can spit it out, you can coach them to do that, but it's very, very safe and it's not a high choking risk food. So I just want to throw that out there. 
And let's say your baby is a little bit older, maybe around eight, nine, 10 months of age. They've now developed their pincer grasp. So that's when they can pick food up with their thumb and forefinger. That's when you can actually start to serve things in more, you know, smaller pieces. Diced pumpkin would be totally fine if it's roasted or steamed or boiled or whatever it is. You could just dice it up in smaller pieces and they can pick it up that way. And you can still offer it in those large moon shapes as well. So it doesn't mean you have to switch to exclusively diced food at that point, but alternating is kind of the advice I like to give so that your baby gets practice with each and continues to develop the skills each way. And when you're serving pumpkin to your baby, or even to your toddler, by the way, your toddler can continue to have it this way, either diced or in those large pieces, you can look at incorporating these different flavors to the pumpkin because that's gonna help expand their palate and that's gonna help increase the chances that they accept that and other foods in multiple different ways. So never kind of get used to the same old, same old. I love adding spices and I love adding herbs to everything. So with pumpkin, one of the most delicious flavors that goes with it, and I'm sure you probably know if you are a Starbucks lover is that cinnamon, clove, ginger, nutmeg kind of mixture. You can do just one of them. You can put a little bit of all of them sprinkled over the pumpkin before you roast it. Or if you've pureed it and you wanted to, again, add some flavor to it, add those spices in afterwards or before when you're making it and just enjoy that really well-rounded, that deeper flavor. You can also do a little bit of maybe thyme or rosemary. So pulling from those kind of things giving flavors. You could also add in some cumin or turmeric. I find those go really well when they're roasted. And also if you're mixing it into, let's say a yogurt for a savory yogurt. Um, If you haven't tried savory yogurts, they are the bomb. So you can move away from that sweet tasting yogurt every single time and expand again their palates with some pumpkin, some cumin mixed into like a tangy yogurt and maybe add a little spices in there. And it's so good. So that is my recommendation. Those are some ideas. You can also easily mix pumpkin into a ton of different recipes without it being super overpowering, especially if that recipe has cheese in it. I will say like doing some kind of pumpkin mac and cheese is really yummy. (laughs) And a lot of toddlers, even picky toddlers, totally accept it. The color blends right in with that cheese in the sauce and it's uh, really hard to detect. Plus it obviously gives that nutritional boost. It's high in fiber, forgot to mention that earlier. That is a really good high fiber food to help your baby or your toddler if they're dealing with constipation. So definitely go ahead and, and you know get creative with the ways that you add it in. You can do a pumpkin muffin, you can do pumpkin smoothies, you can do pumpkin risottos. That is also really, really good. Some nice creamy, yummy risotto with a little bit of pumpkin pieces in there, pumpkin chunks or pumpkin puree, you name it. There's tons of ways that you can do it. So I hope those give you some ideas and I hope this encourages you to try pumpkin with your child. Again, this isn't a food that we are always eating. It's definitely a seasonal food. And for many of us, it's not even something that we think of eating. It's more something we just decorate with, right? So try this out. Add it to your menu plan if you can over the next couple weeks. Have your toddler or your baby even kind of be in the kitchen with you. They can hold the pumpkin. They can wash small pieces. They can try and cut some pieces of like steamed or cooked pumpkin. Have them interact with it. Outside of just mealtime, outside of just that dinner table, that's going to increase the chances that they're going to grow fond of it and that they will like it and eat it and uh, and not fight you when you put it on, on their plate. So I hope that all of that helps. And I want to ask you a favor. If you find 
this podcast episode and this podcast in general to be helpful, would you please leave me a review? It will take all of one minute. If that, just scroll down in um, Apple Podcasts or whatever app you're using, hit five stars. And if you can leave me a quick review, that would be so, so helpful to me. Really, truly, thank you so much in advance for that. And with that, I guess we're ending it. So I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you next week. Bye.